Today's topic is is a bit of a you know topical topic. Is that the right English? Probably not. It, it's very topical, uh, primarily because we've been hearing a lot about it in the in the news. I want to talk a little bit about the the recent uptick in gun violence in America. This is a topic I really was hesitant to, to get into uh, for a few different reasons. Uh, the, the simplest reason that I can really talk about is the mere complexity of this issue is uh, it's just undescribable. One of the things I talk about on this podcast quite a bit is the difficulty and the complexity of just relationships, whether it's familiar relationships or whether it's you know personal, deep partnerships type of relationships. Those are incredibly difficult, and throughout your life, trying to manage those along with your day-to-day life is incredibly difficult. I think the gun debate, to me, is another one of those at that level of difficulty, because I've been one side on one side of the, the, the fence for a while, and then I've had discussions with other people on the other side of the fence, and they make some pretty freaking good points. So I'm going to touch on it a little bit from a different standpoint because we have had a lot of shootings and and the saddest part of this is the fact that there's a lot of school shootings and when things like this happen there is a lot of emotional responses to these things and while yes those are warranted because children lost their lives I'll never deny that that is incredibly a, it's just a horrifying, incredibly terrible situation. I, I can't think of the words to describe how fucked that situation is, right? I just can't. I, I'm, just, I'm stumbling on my words. While I will agree that it is a fucked situation, the gun debate is a weird one because everybody in an emotional state wants to blame something for the situation and the one thing they wanted to cure. And, and the gun debate is an incredibly complex debate. I've talked a lot about, I've talked to people, how about this? I'll talk to people about the guns and the level of freedoms that we have in this country. And, and we're the only country in the world that I know of that operates the way we do because of the freedoms that we have. And those are things that are hard for people to get rid of and, and, and let go of. And they're... There's merit in saying that. There's nothing wrong with saying you want to give up freedoms, right? The idea that when you give up a freedom, you're likely never getting it back. And so people are afraid of that. But the thing I want to talk about is put the emotions aside for a second. Yeah, we should be sad. But when we're making decisions about freedoms and about what you can or cannot do or how we choose to progress from these situations... These are decisions that should be made with clear minds and logical thoughts, not one of which that should be made from emotional explosions or just distraught 
angry, depressed emotions. And so when you look at this from a logical standpoint, you almost have to talk about what are the issues, what, why are these things happening, why do we continue to have these things happening, and I won't get into conspiracy theories because there's plenty of them. We won't hit that. My stance on this is I understand, I'm somewhere in the middle of trying to make things a bit more comprehensive when you go to apply for a weapon, right? I understand that's going to be difficult for some of their freedoms, and I get that. And I think we need to have very, very detailed discussions on how we go about doing that. Whose responsibility is it? Who gets to pay for that stuff? What are we requiring somebody to do now moving forward for a weapon? Right? I think there is some discussion to be had because there are some states where it's very easy going to get a weapon. And while I think the freedoms that we have in this country should allow you to do that, I also do think that it's ridiculous that uh, something like driving a vehicle requires even a stupid test like the way we do it, whether it's driving or a written or a combination of the two. And yet you can buy a weapon that can potentially cause as much damage or more damage than a vehicle as you're running through a crowd, and it requires virtually no training. That mindset of having a weapon, yes, does give you a certain level of security, but the real people that are looking to cause problems or damage or the real people that are looking to hurt other people are willing to push those boundaries far more than just you showing and brandishing a weapon. And so if you haven't trained for that weapon, in a, in a stressful situation, you never know how you're going to react. Either you're going to react improperly by not being able to use it effectively to defend yourself, or you're going to basically freeze and not be able to do anything, or you're going to be in a situation where you hurt somebody in a situation where you could have avoided it. And all these things will come back to you in a legal type situation. So in a situation like that, you could potentially go to prison for trying to defend yourself because you, you were crushed under the pressure of the situation. That's, that's scenario number one, right? I think we should be doing something about that. And I understand the freedoms that we have to somewhat fold on it on that. I get that. And it's hard to say because everybody, including myself, enjoys these freedoms. But I also don't think that people are as competent as they think they are. Everybody, and I'll speak from a male standpoint, everybody seems to have this mindset of like, bro, if, if I was in that situation, I would have done this or I would have done that. Everybody talks back to 9-11. And if, man, if I would have been bro on that plane, I would have taken down those dudes. They just had box cutters. You don't think, you don't think, you would have possibly maybe hesitated a little bit with the people on the plane or people telling you not to do something or the potential of you making things worse, right? We don't know how we will react in the situation when we're in the situation. And so with that being said, purchasing a weapon doesn't guarantee you a certain level of defense that you think you have unless somebody's just going to run away at the sight of a weapon. And if you're a real criminal, you're a real lack of a word, piece of shit, you are not going to be afraid of that or you're willing to risk it. How about that? Right? There's people, let me put it this way. There's people, shit people that are willing to come into other people's homes with absolutely zero idea of what's inside that home. In, in a military mindset, that is the hardest thing to do is to 
go into a mission not knowing anything about your your mission objectives or the the surroundings and then still trying to assume you're going to get a super smooth easy mission accomplished right my whole point to this because my brain is freezing without coffee here my point to this is saying don't assume you can do more than you can do with a weapon and don't assume that those people that are trying to do certain harm to you aren't willing to go further than you because that is incredibly challenging to say you're going to run into someone's home not knowing if they have weapons, not knowing if they know how to defend themselves, not knowing if they're literally right by your door. And so that's number one. We need to discuss, one, the difficulty and or, or the ease of picking up a weapon. Secondly, we should likely want people to be somewhat capable with said weapon. We don't just give a license to a kid and I'm like, well, go have fun. Go, go drive on the freeway and enjoy yourself with your friends. The other part we have to also talk about is demonizing weapons. Here in America, we have these freedoms where you can go and pick up a weapon. And, and just let's just say it. Let's, you can pick up a handgun. You can pick up a rifle at 18, a handgun at 21, and just go about your way. And that freedom, that freedom is great. Everybody should have the freedom to feel like they can defend themselves and their families. Nothing wrong with that. But in other countries, you sometimes can't even get a weapon, right? And that's everybody's argument. Everybody's argument is always like, get rid of the guns. Well, okay. Once again, I must remind you, take your emotions out of this and come back into the world of logic. Look at this from a legal standpoint. Let's look at this from a standpoint of everybody's freedoms right when it comes to a whole you have to some things you will have to give on some things you shouldn't have to give on the greater good i am not of the belief that the greater good is to get rid of weaponry first and foremost you're never going to take them away from people people that have them are never going to give them to you and there will be people that are willing to die before they give them to you because of the foundation of this country and the way they grew up Period. So getting rid of guns is not an option. Now you want to say, okay, well, let's just make it so people can't buy new ones. Cool. Cool beans, bro. But ultimately, think about it this way. This is no different than a country like Mexico. A country like Mexico, you just can't go and buy a gun readily available. And it's very few. I think there's one gun, gun store in the fucking country, I think, in like down the, the, the capital. I could be wrong about this. I need to do more research. But it's, you can't just go and buy weaponry. And that was one of the, the reasons why the cartels were able to just take over super easily. When you decide that something is now going to be illegal, the people that are willing and are criminals are not going to come over with their guns and give them to you. So now you're in a situation where the good people, the people that are willing to do what's for the greater good, right? Those people are willing to give those things to you, and all the others are just going to wait. For example, I mean, if you were to pull all of the guns from the U.S., right? That already is a big feat. If you were to pull all of those, let's say the drug dealers and the gangbangers, you think they're going to they're gonna just freely come in and donate their guns for tax write-off or whatever the government's going to offer them. It's, it's an asinine thought. 
and then you're in a situation where the bad people, the the not so good people with bad intentions are the ones that have the firepower, right? This is quickly turned into a, a freaking gun podcast, which I was trying to avoid because that's not the topic of today, right? I think everybody wants to make this about the guns and that's why it gets real messy because it's not, for me, it's not about the guns, Right? This is about people doing things with guns. This is no different than in a place like England that I recently heard about. Not, not the place. I knew about the place. I'm talking about the scenario I'm going to tell you guys about. Uh, England, I believe it's very difficult or nearly impossible to get guns. And so the gangbangers, the, the, the bad people, if you will, people that make bad choices um, are choosing to use knives. And they're stabbing people. There's, I guess, the, the rate of people being, being stabbed in um, Britain, I think, Great Britain. I'm not sure exactly. What are those European countries? Um, those rates are incredibly high because they're ultimately, that's, that's how they're doing things. And so I was recently alerted to this because there was a, a person in the media who, who has a, a, a foundation or something to help kind of get kids off the street kind of thing. So ultimately... My point to this is saying that people are bad. People are going to do bad things despite whether or not they can get a handgun. You see it overseas with with knives, and I'm sure that happens in other places where there's no ability to get uh, guns. And so, this is a people problem in my mind. This is a, a, an issue where people have issues, or people have um, problems, and and. <sighs> This is why it's a complex issue, and this is why it's not a clean one, because this is a far more, it's a bigger issue about broken people that are doing bad things because they're broken. And that's why this is complex, not because we want to take away the guns that are going to fix everything. No, these broken people are going to be broken despite the ability to shoot up a school. And look, I'm not talking about the psychopaths that have no empathy towards people and they just want to do harm. Those people can go fuck themselves. I can care less about those people. Those people shouldn't even be part of the population. I'll go as far as to say that. Those people are not on my spectrum of what I'm concerned about. My concern is for the people that are just broken, the people that are damaged and hurting they're choosing to do the wrong thing to alleviate some of that hurt. And I don't know if this is the situation where they're trying to end their suffering by having someone shoot them. I don't know if this is a situation where they feel like this is going to help them get whatever they have in their head out. But I feel like that's where the majority of these things, especially the young people that are doing these shootings, are coming from. I've talked a lot on this podcast about social media's effects on people the internet is just a grander scope of that i've talked a lot about what you consume and what you see and what you revolve around yourself definitely affects you on a subconscious level and i've alluded to this a million times and i think these people the people that are truly hurting and not the psychopaths are a different generation where they grew up with this internet, they have a different level of angst, they have maybe feelings of, of inadequacy, they have bullying problems, they have people that are teasing them on a regular basis. Right? I grew up in that phase where I didn't have the internet and then I had it. 
And I remember the days that we didn't have the internet and there was no social media and the people used to talk shit about me. And then you go home and you don't have to worry about it. So you went to school the next day, right? That was, that was how kids are. Kids are mean spirited at times, but it doesn't change the fact that you get a break from that. But now, now with social media, these kids are living this all the time. They're, they're, they're feeling inadequate. They're feeling like they're not the cool kid. They're feeling like they're, they're not, they don't have the attention of the girls they want. They're not part of the crowd. They're not desired. They're not wanted. And maybe they have a fucking shit home life. And now they're dealing with that level of angst. And they're dealing with that level of trauma. And some of these kids just need to get it out somehow. I'm not excusing these kids that choose to do these things. I'm not saying it's right. But what I'm saying is that we need a certain level of understanding of what the issue is. And the issue is these potential kids, once again, don't care about the psychopaths, the kids that are they're dealing with this level of angst. And we need to figure out how to get these kids out of this angst, how to get them past it, how to make them stronger and, and give them more resilience in life. Because otherwise, the, the sheer weight of the stress is what makes these kids mentally break. And that's why this is a complex issue. And this is why this is a difficult issue to fix. Because to me, in my mind, this is not a gun issue. Yes, those kids have too easy of a time getting guns. But it doesn't change the fact that it's not a gun issue. The gun doesn't walk out of someone's safe, cupboard, drawer, whatever, and go on its killing spree. It's an issue of the person. And we're not having these discussions about it, right? Because like we talked about in, in the European countries, they're doing it with knives. And, and yes, I'm willing to have the discussion about this. And I know it's not apples for apples because what one person can do with a knife is very different than what one person can do with a, a, a gun in a lot of rounds. But, what, but the same scenario would be, once again, we give kids licenses. And so if one kid decides he wants to release his stress by going through a crowd of people with a car, are we not going to ban cars because this person did the wrong thing? We need to have logical discussions. But my point to this is we need to start dealing with the broken people, and I just don't know how to fix that. This is not a podcast where I'm going to give you a fix. This is a podcast where you should be thinking about this on a greater scheme. And especially if you have children, you should be thinking about your children's development, how this affects them, how to help deal with them, how to help coach them through this, and also how to teach them on, on what to do in a situation if they, God forbid, find themselves in that situation. This is why this conversation is important, because you as a parent or just a person in general need to be cognizant of the reality of life. These, these young folks that are kind of struggling with things, it's, it's a harder issue because, you know, I, I, when I was a young man, never really alluded to my parents about any sort of bullying, right? So it's hard, it's hard to really help these kids. And I, once again, don't have the fix for it, but I think as a parent, you need to be able to get a feel for your child and see if there's something going on. Um, but I think the most screwed up children are likely the ones that also have issues at home, right? It's just a combination of things. And as a child, you don't have that resilience for stress. And if you're going through hormones and changes in your body, man, everything's ramped up. 
And I, I think everybody likes to look at these people and be like, how could you do this? How could you? I don't think you understand the level of angst and, and stress and drama and just personal angst is, I guess, the word I can think of to really describe it. If, if, if you've never felt yourself in a situation where you wanted to just be in a room and scream your heart and soul out just so you can feel a little bit of relief, I don't think you understand what some of these kids are going through. It's a difficult thing to help, and I think we just need to be having the proper discussions and have the right thoughts behind what we're trying to do. This is not me raw-rawing weaponry. This is me trying to help you come back to the surface and think about things logically and think about things critically so we make the right decisions for this generation, the next generation, and future generations. Because life isn't always black and white, good and evil. There is a lot of gray. So I put a lot on your table today. And I hope that it gives you something to think about. It gives you some homework. And while I've alluded to homework in the past of this podcast, I think this is more of a simpler one for you to think about. Because whether or not you have children, you have a lot to think about. And it does affect you too, because mass shootings can happen anywhere. So I think we need to have more conversations and be more willing to be empathetic to others and be more willing to understand each other more. And that's going to be easier said than done because we have now developed, at least in the U.S., in this first world country, an incredibly complex system with incredibly high level of social issues and complexity of, of people and needs and wants and social pressures and our conceptions of, of success and, and failure and our ideas of what we want and should have or shouldn't have. Everything is very, very complex now. And this is exactly why last time I alluded to trying to have a simpler life, trying to simplify your life as much as possible. And it's one of those podcasts where I don't know where to end it. I don't know where to stop and tell you that this is it and go go do your thing and potentially think about it. I think this is a deeper conversation and one I didn't really want to have because this is a very complex one and one that I'm going to give you more questions than I am going to give you answers because I've thought about this a lot. And so far, this is as far as I've gotten. It's not very far at all. See you guys next time.